Praise God. Hallelujah. Hey, everybody good? Hallelujah. Go ahead and be seated. Thank you, Lord. things I like to tell people this is good for every one of us but one of the things I like to tell people who first receive the baptism in the Holy Spirit is you should look for an opportunity ASAP to lay hands on the sick someone said I thought I was, this was about getting a prayer language you thought wrong <laughs> prayer language is it, it's just kind of like a shoe. When you receive the Holy Spirit, the tongue comes with, with it. But that doesn't mean the tongue is the shoe. He is a person. And Jesus said, in Acts chapter 1 and verse 8, You shall receive tongues when the Holy Spirit comes on you. Well, he didn't say tongues. Tongues just a byproduct, just a heavenly gift, a spiritual language. He said you'd receive power. You know what that word power is? It's a it's a it's the same Greek word that is translated miracles over in 1 Corinthians 12. There's a gift called working of miracles. In the in the Greek, it would be working of dunamis. And Jesus said, You shall receive dunamis. In other words, you shall receive miracle power. So what you do is you say, <laughs> Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I got the power of God in me. Let's see what this will do. What do you do if you get a new skateboard? I don't know. I haven't got a new skateboard in a while. What do you do if you get a new car? Let's take this, take, let's take this thing out for a ride. Let's see what it will do. Amen? Hopefully find a back road somewhere far away from. <laughs> and open her up. <laughs> He's not listening. Um, and I encourage you with the power of God. Say, well, what will this do? You let compassion and love flow out of your heart. And you find you look for an opportunity for someone to tell you how bad their life is. You, you watch, you're paying attention for someone who's sick, someone who's got a problem, and say, you know what, uh, can I pray for you? I said, really, why? Well, I received power the other day. I was at church and I got anointed, I got, I got filled with power, and I don't want to put some in you. And you grab their hands, or you put your hands on, on them somewhere, in a, you know, appropriate and polite way, and, and don't, don't scare people just say all right i'm going to grab your hands or i'm going to put my hands on you when i do god's power is going to go into you watch watch and watch the power of god go right in there and dissolve cancers watch the power of god go right in there and fix crooked backs amen it's nice oh god is good praise god did you have something
talking about uh, restoration. Restoration, and you know, the de- and not here to magnify the devil, not here to get our attention drawn to him, but <clears throat> just like those of you tonight, you came up and you got filled with the Holy Spirit for the first time ever. That's a wonderful experience, amen. You're going to move up higher. You're going to continue to grow in God, move deeper in Him, learn more about who you are in Christ, just experience more and more of His fullness. But what's in my heart, I want to share with you briefly, is that's God's will in His heart for all of us. And yet there's an aspect where the devil's always trying to talk you out of what God has for you. Not just because you came out of the nightclub last night, downtown, or been involved in something, not even that, but no, pe- people that's even been to Bible school. People that's even walking in the will of God. The devil's always trying try to talk you out of what God has. Like Pastor Mark was reading earlier, that out of his belly, out of our bellies, out of our innermost being will flow rivers of living water. It's the will and plan of God and his purpose for that flow to continue to go. For you to continue to know, for you to continue to go, for you to continue to flow. I remember when I was a 12-year-old boy, I got saved, got born again, got filled with the Holy Spirit when I was 15, went into a Bible study filled with tongue-talking, spirit-filled, healing-believing, and yet, you know, there was a majority of my friends that I hung out with, played sports with and all this, they went over to this Baptist Bible study, and it was awesome. But you know what? Between that Bible study, excuse me, honey, and dating this little Baptist girl for five years in high school, that she was cute, but she wasn't you, right? Well, she was, praise the Lord. But I got the best right here, amen. You don't think God's going to use, I mean, God, excuse me, Lord. You don't think the devil's going to use something that's undesirable, right, to try to get you out of his best for you very suddenly. Not like just, oh, here's a you know, devil and you know, two horns, tail, and a pitchfork. No, something that's appealing or something that seems right, that seems good, but just sort of almost but close enough. Make do. That seems right. Seems legitimate. I don't know what I missed during some of those days of high school. But I do know this, God was good. God was faithful. God brought me through. He restored his praise. He restored his will and kept his will steady in my life. Went to the Marine Corps. Had on my heart to go to Oral Roberts University but my walk wasn't sanctified enough at that time to follow through with that. But I knew I didn't want to go to University of Mississippi, the Ole Miss, because all there was there, I know if I went there, it's going to be a fraternity, it's 
is going to be like, I'm not going to be getting any closer with God. I know that. With the Marine Corps. I don't know if that's the best choice. But uh, it was what was on my heart at the time. And uh, I went in there, walked with God, walked close with Him for a number of years. Then guess what? I turned 21. Like I hated rock and roll when I grew up. Always liked R and B. Always, always like a more soulful sound. So I turned 21. I had friends like, "Hey, you want to go out to the club?" My spirit saying no. I'm like, "Okay." Yeah. So I went on about a nine-month prodigal journey. Went out and all that stuff, you know. But guess what? God was faithful. He restored me. Cried like a baby coming back. Sent me to Rama Bible Training Center. Woo! Oh! Oh! <laughs> oh, Lord! Now that may come not, that's not put on. That's coming from the inside of me. We're like, oh, my God. I had no idea what God had for me. Had no idea what he had for me. All I knew, I just had a sincere desire to follow. I said, Lord, you restored my life. Follow you. I just want to see people born again. I just want to know you. I just want to serve you all my life. I didn't have any supervision and plan. Oh, you want to preach and you want to do this? No, I just want to love you and just want to know you. And then I remember going to Bible school and going. I met Pastor Mark there with some other guys that got to know and walking closer with God. And I remember it came time in second year for the preaching. I never preached. And then, you know. Prepare, do your part, get up, let what you prepared and, and, and give out. And guess what? God fell and like blew my mind. Like, whoa. And so it's like that was my first taste of like a different dimension to that degree. And uh, I'm saying all of that to say, you know, the Bible talks about in Hebrews. This is chapter 6 where those of us who've tasted of the heavenly things, those who've tasted of the heavenly things, there's those of us tonight that have tasted of the heavenly things. And God wants you to stay on that path. And again, that was in Pastor Mark's heart earlier about just restoration. And so I'm here to tell you, and just to reiterate, and testify of God's goodness and His mercy to keep you. I remember after I graduated, Raymond, after I went to Bible school, two, two of the best years, not the two best years of my whole life, just put God, just growing in God and getting to know Him and all the revelation coming in me, coming alive. But you know what? You can have that revelation in your heart. This, this is not a forecast of doom. This is not gloom. This is not fear. This is not doubt. It's something like this is just some of the reality that you need to know and, know and be reminded of and know about the goodness of God. You can have all of that working in you. And you might get tempted, not at something obvious, but maybe at your deepest need. Your deepest need. Something that seems legitimate whatever that might be. It might be 
be something to do with your self-concept, your value, your significance, your importance. It might be, be something that you want. Somebody you want. Something you want. Position, power, whatever it is. The devil will try to offer you that real suddenly. It may even be your, it may even be your own idea. Pastor Mark not long ago had a conversation with him just about I came to him I'm sort of I'm not telling my own story but I've been there done that and uh, I know I, I came to him not long ago I was like oh this ain't it I mean, this is great you couldn't beat it out of me with a baseball bat that I didn't belong here, or that my family didn't belong here. But I, if you want to know the God's honest truth, I was so depressed at times when I'd come to church. Not, not when I'd come to church, when I'd leave church. It wasn't because of nobody. Except Ralph. Who's Ralph? Ralph did. <laughs> yeah. Hello, everybody shut your hands up. <laughs> Gotta have somebody to blame. No, I'm joking. No, but there was something on the inside that wasn't satisfied. Something I knew God had something else. More. And so I went and talked with him. It's like, trying to try it my way, trying to try to figure something out. I go get some wise counsel. No psychologist. Thank you, you want me to say that again? <laughs> <laughs> the Holy Ghost. Long story short, oh yeah, that time, not too long ago in my life, yeah, just sort of leaving depressed, like, might be having a smile on my face, may have just been standing up there, may have just God's Spirit come down, anointed, lead in worship or something. Maybe smiling when I'm with my wife and daughters, but on the inside, it's like, because it's like something almost died. There wasn't that, there wasn't, not just a flow, but there was something to where, where God's will and His best, I was not experiencing it. And so I talked to Him. And so anyway, I'm saying that to you tonight. I'm 54 years old. I've known Jesus since I was 12 years old. You can do the math. I was filled with the Holy Spirit when I was 15. Went to Rhema Bible Training Center when I was 22. Was out helping in churches, doing different assistance, supportive work, doing some music, some preaching, teaching, helping youth, helping adults, helping going to nursing homes, all these different things. That's great. But yet, God's a restorer of our heart. He's a restorer of our soul. And I say all of that in part to say, there's a verse of scripture here in Psalm 34. It says, I will bless the Lord. I will bless the Lord. Not I ain't. Not I can't. Not I used to. Not I'm not going to. But I will bless the Lord. I will. I'm not going to, for time's sake, I'm not going to, I wouldn't say bore you, but like, just go say that for a while. I will. I'm not, I'm not I won't. See, again, because I'm saying that Satan will try to 
compel you, but I will bless the Lord. I will bless him at all times. Not part time, not sometimes, not most of the time, but all times. When I feel like it, when I don't. When I feel close to him, when I don't. When things are going good, when they're not going good. When I'm on the mountain, when I'm down in the low, I will bless him at all times. I will bless the Lord. I will. Devil's trying to talk me out of it. How? How's the Holy Ghost going to work with me? He works with my mouth. When I say what he says, it changes the way I feel. I say what he says. I will bless the Lord at all times. Everybody in this place needs to hear that. Bible graduates as well. Bible school graduates. I will bless the Lord. I will at all times. And his praise shall continually be in my mouth. Not just two months after I graduated Bible school. Not just when I'm flying high. But year after year. And I tell you what, sometimes, sometimes I'm on occasion, sometimes I'll be standing up there playing the piano. And I'll just be privately, just sort of chuckling, just blasting inside, thinking, my God, like 30-something years have gone by, you know, of first starting to walk with the Lord and then seeing Pastor Mark's kids, seeing my own children, seeing other people's kids, right? You see that? Wow. Man, God. It, it was like, hey, I'm still here. I'm still here. I hadn't quit. I hadn't left. And again, it has nothing to do with oh, what you deserve. But I deserve That's for Oh, Jesus. Uh-uh. It has to do with his mercy and grace. And it wasn't until I got out of Bible school many years later that I didn't understand fully my brother Hagen so many times at Bible school would have us say regularly at different times everybody say the Lord is good and his mercy endures forever the Lord is good and his mercy endures forever the Lord is good and his mercy endures forever see it's real easy to say that if you're walking in the light what if you fall what if you missed out if you backslide? What if you make a mistake? You're going to feel so holy and righteous? No. Then that's when you learn, what am I counting on? The feeling? Or am I counting on the Word? Am I counting on the work of Christ? And then by faith, I start saying what He says about me. I will. I will. I will bless the Lord at all times. I will. I will. we thank you. We give you glory. We give you honor. Father, we thank you. There's a praise in our hearts. We thank you, Father, that it's you who gave us our start. We thank you, Father, it's you who will take us through. Father, it's you who will see us all the way. Father, God, our eyes are on you. that which dissatisfies, that which brings contentment. 
for saving us. Thank you for keeping us. Thank you for leading us. We worship you. Say it out loud with me. Just close your eyes with me and say what I'm saying. I'll say, Father, I believe in your plan. Your plan is good for my life. Your plan for me is good. I believe it. I will not be deterred. I will not be deceived. I will not be led by fear. But I will follow you all my days. I will do your will. I believe that you provide. I believe that you are my guide. I believe you will continue to show me the way. I will follow you each and every day. I'm a believer in what you have said. What you've said is good. It is right. I follow you. I commit to you with all my heart tonight. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for every thirsty soul filled, filled, filled and refreshed, filled and refreshed again, again, and again.